Greetings and welcome to episode 168 of the Dan York Report. Today, Facebook alerted all of us through email that um, starting very soon, we will all be forced to move to the Messenger app if we want to continue to send messages in a mobile environment. If we're on iOS or Android, we will have to send all of our messages in a separate Messenger app that we're going to have to install. Now, this app has been around for a while, a couple years now, and some people use it. Facebook tells me 190 of my friends do, which is why I should install it. But the truth is, I installed it already before. I tried it out. I really didn't like the user experience, and I got rid of it. I went back to having my messaging inside of the Facebook app. It was too disjointed of an experience because when I went to click on the messages, I wound up flipping over to the Messenger app, and then to get back, I had to click on something and or I couldn't easily do it and get back. Now, being someone who tends to be an early adopter, I did use it earlier on in its experience. And so I've got to hope that the experience is better now. But still, it's a separate app that you have to switch to. And we have no choice in this because app, Facebook is going to at some point just tell us that, you know, no, to do messages, you've got to switch to Messenger and you've got to install that and use it. Now, I'm annoyed, of course, by being forced to do this, uh, but be that as it may, and I realize that some people in Europe have already been forced, so this is old news to them, but for those of us here in the U.S., this is new news to us, but, but be that as it may, I understand why Facebook is doing this. You know, they need to have a slim, lean messaging app. Because the end goal is to have you replace the onboard messages messaging app that you have on your phone and use the Facebook Messenger app. It's all part of this broader war for mobile messaging dominance, for who gets to be the, me the way you send messages from your phone. Because the reality is that SMS messaging traditional text messaging, as we call it, you know, is, is declining. I mean, yes, it, there's still a huge volume of messages that are being sent, but the growth curve isn't there. And depending on whose stats you read, it's going to plateau or decline and all of these. The reality is we know from our own experience that people are using SMS as kind of the messaging of last resort. If you can't send your message through another mechanism, then it will go by SMS. But everything else is going in other systems. And, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's not just Facebook. It's, you know, Apple. I use an iPhone. And so when I go and use the Messages app inside of Apple's system, it will first try to use Apple's messaging service, iMessage, to send that message to someone else. If it can't do that, it will fall back and use SMS to send that person. But if I'm communicating with another iPhone user, we use iMessage. This is Apple's over-the-top application, as it's called, OTT app, meaning it's over the data network rather than over the actual underlying telco network. You know, and Facebook has its messaging app. It also has WhatsApp it, that it purchased, which is another system like that. And there's a whole ton of these. You know, Line, WeChat, Google's Hangouts can be used this way. Microsoft would like you to use Skype this way. You know, Viber. You could even, you know, Twitter. There's lots of messaging ways that you can go and send messages back and forth to people. And this is the game. This is the end game. Facebook wants to be your messaging service. They want you to use it instead of your regular messaging. And as, you know, more and more people are on Facebook and the people you use work, work with that, you know, there's a compelling argument for that. You know, just use this as your way to communicate with people. The reality is 
as annoying as it will be, I will probably install the Messenger app because the reality is that I do communicate with a good number of people through Messenger in Messenger's walled, or in Facebook's walled garden. And I do that. And I, sometimes it's the quickest and easiest way to reach a certain set of people. And so I will do it because I want to be able to message to people in that walled garden, as we say, of Facebook. And that's the thing. Each of these new messaging services is its own closed proprietary walled garden. You have to be an iMessage user to be able to send an iMessage to somebody else. You have to be a Facebook user to use Facebook messaging. You have to use WhatsApp to be able to communicate with them. It's all about the proprietary lockdown of short messaging between people who are there. You know, it's, it's all about that. It's who can control the directory, who can make it easy, who can provide the best user experience for people to get to uh, the others. There's all these separate, you know, spaces that are going on around here. And it, it, if you think about it, it's all really much part of this broader war for mobile communications supremacy, really. Who is the, is the app that you're using on mobile communications? Because if you notice, and I'll, I have a blog post up on my Disruptive Telephony blog that is talking about this, Facebook's message, Messenger mentions that it can also do uh, voice calls. It can't do, it doesn't mention video calls yet, but it can do video messages and it can send videos and things, but it also does voice calls. So you can just live inside your nice little Facebook Messenger world and you can make your voice calls to people. You can make your text messages. You can make your photos. You can do all of that. You can send all of that right within that space. And that's key. You think about Skype. You think about Google Plus Hangouts. Again, you've got this ability to send text messages, but you also can do voice calls, video calls, any of those kinds of things like that. It's all part of this you know, control. You've got Apple with FaceTime. The combination of iMessage and FaceTime gives them all of this. When I'm in my iPhone and I go to call somebody, I'm prompted to do it with the first button is FaceTime audio and then a regular call. So I'm being prompted to do that call using Apple's over-the-top service, doing audio that way. And this is all this big battle. And you've got these giants who are trying to be that mobile communication service for you. Apple, Facebook, Google, Microsoft. These are some of the biggest, you know, internet services, software corporations in the world. And they're trying to be that messaging platform for you. Now, what's missing, of course, from that list, if you think about it, is all the traditional people who have played that role, the telcos, the carriers, the service providers. You know, they're, they don't want to be commoditized down to just big, fat, dumb data pipes. They don't want that. So they want to they want to be a player in here because they're seeing their revenue change. They've watched the decline in voice calls. They're seeing the change in SMS calling. They're seeing how that is all shifting and they don't want to just be a data provider. They want to be a player in there. And some of them are responding with trying to get in that space themselves. Telefonica is one who's been doing a number of different attempts to try to be in there. Or they'll partner with players. Or they'll you know, use their, their role as a network provider to slow down or block various different providers. Think of the countries in the world that are blocking Skype, for instance. And there are a number of them. Or places where it's difficult to make those kind of connections go out of. And in some cases, the telcos, the incumbent carriers are doing it through their network. In some places, they're doing it through legislation that they're able to get governments to do. That 
the telecom industry historically has a huge amount of legislative and lobbying power to go and do that. This is why it's all so important what's happening right now. There is this battle for who will be our mobile communication provider. This is why it's so important. Some of the upcoming ITU meetings and events that are happening, International Telecommunications Union. This is why all this discussion about network neutrality as it relates to Netflix and other things around that, some of, all of that's important. You know, all of these things. It's all about this future of what mobile communications looks like. What's that future? And so, yeah, I'll install Messenger because I want that. I'll install, I have the other apps installed. I have a whole bunch of different apps. And I will continue to use those in different places in different ways. You know, as this battle continues, who will be that mobile communications provider that we will use? Probably won't be just one, despite their interest. There'll probably be several. And we'll use them in different contexts in different ways, probably with a fallback to good old SMS if we need to, or voice if we need to on these. But in many other places, it'll be from these different providers. That's the battle. That's why Facebook is doing this. And that's why we'll have to install this Messenger app if we want to keep sending messages. Thoughts and comments are welcome. You can leave them here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or on any of the places where this is uh, published in social media. And you also can leave them on my Disruptive Telephony blog post that's going up today, July 29th, where uh, I'll also have this commentary there as well. Thanks for listening. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Bye for now.